This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, live holograms. Are they a good idea or a bad idea? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And you might. I'm real. You are real. Uh, you are not a hologram. Nope. Uh, Holly Roberts, you also are not a hologram. No, but I might be a cyborg. True. That's true. I am also not a high a, a hologram. I'm Holocram. also not high. Um, we know that. <laughs> but here's the question. And the reason, do you want to know why I'm asking? Why are you oh asking? Gosh, thank you for asking. Okay, so Howie Mandel uh, has partnered with a tech company okay and what their kind of main goal is is to develop a hologram in a box that will allow performers to perform in many places all at the same time what a hologram so that you so basically like you don't have to leave your couch yep but you can perform live so howie mandel uh it's it's okay it's a 4K volumetric self-contained hollow portation machine. Hollow portation. Yes. That sounds so Star Trek. I know, right? Ooh. Um but but it is kind of it is it's it is sort of like uh it gives you the ability to be in this box and perform in your box <laughs> and have it hologrammed to different locations. Um he now he's the perfect person for this. Yeah, cuz doesn't he have like like he's uh got some like massive germophobia yeah like if you don't want to leave your house you know uh this would work if you have agoraphobia any kind of phobia yeah lies outside your home exactly so i think that that's probably one of the reasons why he decided to partner with this technology he's the perfect person for this because of his germophobia it does limit him and how he's able to perform and where he's able to go and so if he if this technology works out he's going to be able to get out there and do his thing but i'm just wondering, do you feel like this is a good idea or a bad idea? 651-641-1071. Is it a good idea or a bad idea to be able to have the technology that allows you to do live holographic shows? Okay. Your thoughts, Bradley? I will just tell you, I don't think it's the technology that's good or bad. I think it's both. It just depends on the application of it and what you're using it for. So like if you're going to charge me the same dynamic pricing that I can't even deal with for like a live performer, then I'm going to have some issues with it. But if it's a situation where like there is no other option, you know, and this is the only way I'm going to see this performer, then I'd be, you know, I'd be down. You better price it accordingly. Mm -hmm. And it also just depends on what the, how good the technology is. Right. Well, so then here's my question. You're right, Bradley. It depends on how good the technology is. 
And here's where I could see it going. I could see that eventually they might be able to do such a thing where you'd be able to receive this hologram in your home. Yeah, if you could put it like in my living room, then I'm in. Then I'm for sure in. But uh, 651-641-1071. That's awkward because you'd be like trying to dance with Adele, you know. Exactly. That'd be weird. But okay, so here's why I don't think I think the technology is interesting and I think they should develop it and I do think there's probably going to be somewhere down the line a very uh useful reason for it. It sounds like maybe you're not on board. I'm not right now and okay. here's here's why because I don't think that they will charge me less. I think that this will become a way for celebrities to do less and get more. Mm. And I don't know that everybody would do it, but I'm definitely not leaving my house, especially like in the times we live in. Yeah. I am not getting in a car, putting on outside pants, driving to a venue, sitting in community with people to watch a not real human on a stage who's not anywhere near the stage. And I'm certainly not going to pay regular price for it. And I actually also think if there's not a way for the performer to interact with the audience, I bet you're going to get a less dynamic performance also. Well, yeah, I don't, I guess I don't know the technology well enough to know how it works on the other end for the performer, like what they see and what they're doing, et cetera. So I would have a lot of questions, but yeah, no, I think you're probably not alone. I think most people would feel the same. Like you're not paying Again, like I said, I'm not going to pay the ridiculous amount that, you know, I I have a hard enough time coming up with an excuse to spend the kind of money that people like Adele would like me to spend to see them live in concert. So, you know, much less like a facsimile that based on the video you have in this link doesn't really does. Uh, That doesn't look like a hologram to me, actually. It just looks like a person on a screen, which. okay, so six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Here's the the subtle nuance. This is the difference. But I know we've asked before, would you pay money to see a hologram? And we were talking about like Elvis or Whitney Houston. Or go to London right now and you can see ABBA ABBA perform live, not real, as a hologram. And by all. Uh, you know, I shouldn't say by all accounts, but by several accounts, uh, it appears to be a really fun and awesome show. Yeah. And I think the tickets are like 30 to a hundred dollars or something. I think there's probably VIP tickets, but anyway, the moral of the story is I would totally do this within the context of something that made sense. Right. So the nuance of this question is that this would be a live performance that is being performed somewhere else and not right in front of you, Mm -hmm. but you would be in a venue watching it happen. But to your point, Bradley, and by the way, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one to your point. I think the video that you're referring to or what you're referring to looking at is this, um, it's called Proto is the name of this company Mm -hmm. and they've been a thing apparently since 2019 okay um and they show this video of walker hayes playing some of his hits live for a crowd using this proto okay well the it's not what you're thinking like in my mind i'm thinking they get in a box and then a hologram shows up on the stage yeah it's not like that it's like they're performing in a it's like a light box that they're performing in and then yeah, they're showing like they're, it on a screen it looks like like if anything and again it's hard to tell because we're just looking at a video of this technology so i imagine it might be different in person but it looks like 
Like, if anything, it looks like maybe they're sitting in a cabinet. Yeah. Which, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> It'd be cool for a Disneyland experience or a Disney World experience. But, like, uh, again, I, I would not be shelling out super big bucks. I mean, unless it was like, I don't know, who would you, who's, who's, who's hologram would you show up for? Again, I would only show up for dead people's holograms. Honestly, so I'm not, not showing Tom up Jones. for no. Thank you also for pointing out that he is in fact not dead. Well, we do have somebody who wants to weigh in. Oh, good. On oh, this. good. Who do we have on the line? We have Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Dawn, uh, how do you feel about this uh, live hologram idea that ha- uh, Howie Mandel is investing in? So I literally three days ago got back from a couple week trip to Ireland, went to Belfast and saw Queen and their inaugural tour. And they brought Freddie Mercury up on stage on video from Live 8. And I am telling you, there wasn't, I could cry right now. There was not mm-hmm. a dry eye. I agree with you on that. The person has passed away. It yeah. was amazing seeing Brian May pay tribute to him and homage to him and, and play with him still. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was the most, I mean, obviously I can't go back in time and revisit that moment. And it was probably as close as I could have ever been. Mm. It, it was absolutely incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, see, that that is cool. Thank you for Thanks, your Dawn. call, Dawn. And, you know, that is, I see that application. This, this what, You're what, not going to see a Howie Mandel no, show. No, I don't want to see <laughs> Howie Mandel in a box on a stage. Um, I don't, frankly, honestly want to see Howie Mandel anyway. But, I, I mean, there's, I can't even conjure up an artist who I would go to see perform in a box. And they use, by the way, this technology. Mm -hmm. uh, Apparently, Diddy, P. Diddy, was not able to be at his son's birthday last year. So the company gave him one of these boxes so that he could be present. Can he see what's going on? That's what I th- I'm trying to figure out. Cuz that I mean like I actually think that application would be kind of cool like if you had one of these in your house or grandma did and grandma can't go around and I don't know pandemic like I could see some applications here. I yeah, I guess I can too. I, but and at this yeah, it just feels like a lot of money for a little bit. Um, and I'm, I don't know, I'm not signing up for it, but you know what? Good on you, Howie Mandel. He's figured out how to do his thing without... Well, we're all going to be in the metaverse anyway in like five minutes. Okay. So. Well, see, that's the other thing. I mean, I imagine that that is one way that this could spin out, that you can view these things in the metaverse, right? Like put on your Oculus and suddenly you're like having a solo performance by... Well. Not like that. <laughs> I'm just saying you could make it so that you didn't have to leave your house, but you yeah, looked no, like I'm, you were out of your house. Like, again, I don't want to live in a world where like we like I, I have a hard enough time with the fact that I really enjoy watching travel videos on YouTube from the comfort of my own couch. I would much rather be actually traveling. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, I, I will probably find space for technology that allows me to be somewhat lazier in my life. I'm not to your point. I am not going out to a concert venue to see somebody. Yeah show up in a box. Yeah, I, I don't I'm not wasting makeup on yeah, that. No. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to revisit the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Oh, I know it's not know, over. It's I over, know. but it's not over. We're going to talk about it after this on my Talk 1071. Okay, so the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, which we call the Herp trial, is indeed over. It is behind us, but the talk isn't behind us uh because we're still Having conversations about these people, right, Brad? Why? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just deep breathing. Um, 
here's the thing. The worst person in Johnny Depp's life is not Amber Heard. Because if you listen to Johnny Depp and or the trial and or a lot of people that I hear in my life, you'd think it was Amber Heard. Mm -hmm. That was his biggest problem. Like that lady. She ruined everything. No. Worst person. Who's the worst person in Johnny Depp's life? The worst person in Johnny Depp's life is not Amber Heard. Mm -hmm. It's Johnny Depp. And I'd like to prove that point by telling you what he was up to this weekend. Because, um, now look, again, don't at me because like, I realized that there was some stuff between the two of them. By that I mean, they both seem pretty toxic to me based Mm -hmm. on the seven weeks of trial we were uh, treated with, right? Um, But when I think about Johnny Depp in particular, he was out rocking and partying. And not just before, but after that trial uh, wrapped and then was resolved, meaning when the jury came back. You'll remember uh, we were treated to Johnny Depp showing up on screen, uh, or on screen, on stage, yep. multiple times. And um, there was this whole, uh, you know, so there was an article in the um, in page six. Johnny Depp was rocking, but not partying in hours ahead of the verdict um, because there was this event that he had booked but that was canceled and he shelled out a bunch of money. People are trying to do this thing where like at the end of the day, you know, he was just having fun. He was just blowing off some steam. He was just doing some stuff. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. And then you see all these pictures of, there was an article over on TMZ, Johnny Depp mobbed by fans after Manchester concert. And like, he's just showing up wearing his hat. Being Johnny Depp, signing autographs. Looking dirty. Looking, what? Looking Looking dirty. Looking dirty. I just think he always looks like he could use a shower. Yeah, disheveled. That's his look. Mm -hmm. And like, everybody's like, yeah! And I'm just like, this is weird. You guys, this is just weird. Because I think, what was the whole premise we started with when it came to Johnny Depp suing Amber Heard for defamation? Meaning, what was the thing we thought he was trying to do? Rehab his career. Thank you. Via his image, right? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. so if you're a celebrity, your your career rests on your image. His image was tarnished when she got that temporary restraining order and when that when that uh, op-ed came out, right? Right. So to sue her, you understood, despite what actually he thought was right or what his actual intentions were, meaning maybe he, you know, uh, let's assume he believed all of those things and really wanted to sue her for defamation. At the end of the day, as a celebrity, you kind of feel like when you're Johnny Depp, this is really just about career image rehab. Mm-hmm. Do you are you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Having anything? Are you rehabbing any image? 
when you're just like flouting, when you look like this after you win your case. Okay, so here's the thing. It, to me, and I I will just cop to the fact that I also have a certain perspective, right? Like everybody is watching this with a certain yeah. opinion. Of course. And my opinion does not allow for the way that Johnny Depp is behaving because to me, this looks like a premature uh, and then a mature victory lap. Like he's or an immature. Yeah, victory it's, lap. that's really what it is. It's an immature victory lap because it started before the verdict was read. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and there were, you can throw whatever excuses you want to at it, but the optics of it still are. He was out, you know, going on with his life while the jury hadn't even come back yet, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the fact that he's still out gallivanting, it looks like a victory lap to me. And, and it I looks think petty. I think it's gross. It looks but, petty, and I don't know that that helps you get back uh, to Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, but here's the thing, Bradley, is that I think he's hedging his bets because he's, he already had enough people who for whom his image had been rehabbed. Do you know what I mean? So, like... I. I think in his mind, it's like he's giving the people what they want and what they were ready for. So, no, I I totally know what's in his head in that sense. And I think you're absolutely right. Which is why he is where he is today. He's so So it's that thinking. It's the like, I know the people are with me. Mm -hmm. I'm reading the room. I'm so smart. I'm too cool for school. Look at these women throwing themselves at me, Mm -hmm. literally standing in line for days to get tickets to be in the courtroom with me and then to hold up their babies and shout out, this is your baby, Johnny Depp. Like, that is real. I'm not denying that Mm -hmm. that's not real. But it's his ego that puts him in the, the mindset that, like, I don't have to play by the rules because... Um, I'm Johnny Depp that got him into yeah. this place. And like, I don't think the world is going to change overnight post me too. I don't think there aren't going to be guys who just walk through Hollywood and act like they own the place. I don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon, but from like a purely corporate Hollywood career standpoint, like what focus group, I, oh, maybe I'm wrong, and I guess I don't know because I'm not in those focus groups, but I just feel like studio heads aren't looking around going, you know what? Sign him up! Now, they, 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 what is that word? May very well be thinking, give it six weeks, give right. it six months, and he'll calm down, and people will forget, and then we can revisit this, right? But in the meantime, I just feel like he's not doing himself any favor. I think it's gross. And I agree with you. That's nasty. He is he is the problem. That's nasty. And his solution to his own problem is also the problem. When we return Ooh, on the Colleen so and Bradley show, seriously, uh, from deep to D bags. Oh, I see what you did. After this on My Talk 1071. Behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. What do we call them, Bradley? D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D Bag? Richard Marks. Oh. Mm. What's Richard Marks up to? That's a name you don't hear every day. I am super eye-rolly at him. Okay, so oh. I'm going to get to why he's my D-bag, but there's a backstory first. So, Bradley, I know you were being paying, paying 
uh, pretty close attention to the Queen's Platinum Jubilee this weekend. Yeah, it was, it was a source of occasional interest. Well, during the uh, pageant, the Platinum Jubilee pageant on Sunday. Um, I did not watch a lot of that because I watched like the first, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. And I was like... Oh, you were bored. Which one was the pageant? Was that the one where they were Big doing parade. like street performing yeah. stuff? Yep. Okay, so um, you may remember that Kate Middleton, uh, the Duchess... She was, looks amazing, though. She is, like she was on it. Like she's like looked. a fifteen out of ten <laughs> at at all times. Yeah. And the kids are so adorable. Oh, they are now, Charlotte. Oh, I can't. Well, let's talk about little Prince Louis. Okay. Who was sitting next to her, and a camera caught him being a little bit of a turd. Yeah, well, I mean, He's how old is he? Four years of age. I would imagine turd is a regular behavior. Uh, yeah. And there's, I mean, honestly, the video is pretty funny. Because she, Kate Middleton, leans over and is talking to him. And four-year-old Louie puts his hand over his mom's mouth. <laughs> and then kind of swats her away. And she keeps trying to talk to him. And he sticks his tongue out at her. And does the, like, thumb on the nose, wavy <laughs> finger thing. The whole nine yards. And, you know, it looks to me... Like he's being a willful like four-year-old. Like he's being a four-year-old who is tired of being carted around and was probably up late last night and is wondering what the bleep I'm watching yeah, during like, this pageant. Why do I care? Pageant. Where are my, uh, you know, goldfish crackers? Okay, so remember I said Richard Marks is the D-bag. Yeah, I'm waiting for how we're getting to Richard Marks so on all this. So right here waiting for you. He is right cute, here waiting for cute. you. I like it. Rex Chapman, who is a great follow on the Twitter tweeted this video of Louis kind of, you know, mocking his mother, little four-year-old Prince Louis, mocking his mother during the uh, Jubilee pageant. And Rex Chapman said, this little man's going to be a handful, laughing till he cries face. Richard Marks enters the chat. Oh, God. Only reason a kid acts like a spoiled little brat is because their parents allow them to. Okay. Such BS. Does he have children? Oh, he does. So oh, I had to go That's interesting, because that sounds like somebody, and I say this with full respect to those of us who don't have kids, it sounds like somebody that somebody without kids oh, would say. You know what I always say. I was a great parent until before had I had kids. children. Yeah. I mean, I was I was so good at parenting until I had to actually parent like, Why don't kids. you just teach those kids some respect? And when you realize <laughs> that they come to Earth with certain personality traits, and some of them you're not entirely ready for, and you just do your best with them. Also, I'd like to point out, again, um, they have scores of nannies. The royal family does. Those kids are surrounded by adults who are trying to help them, uh, you know, behave perfectly in front of people. And Prince Louis is not... I think he's just a willful child. He's a four-year-old. He's a four-year-old. And also, they've been literally doing stuff for the last week that I I was thinking about this myself yesterday. Not even the kids per se, but like... The royal family, the, the 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 working royals do this on a regular basis. Like, they're doing stuff all the time. But the difference is you don't have the entire world staring at you, and you have to literally sit in place for hours mm-hmm. and have the world look at you. I mean, they're human. Yeah. So I, I have news for you. When you stop to look at them, you might actually see them behaving like, I don't know, 
other humans. Right? And that was actually what I kind of loved about watching this little video is who among I mean listen, I have I have a he's now 12. I have a willful 12-year-old yeah. who every time every Probably week does more than stick his, you know, oh, yeah. thing that finger thing you were talking about. Yes. Uh, probably actually giving you a finger. We would bring him to church every <laughs> single Sunday and that kid would run out of the pew and go hide somewhere in the church. And it was not for lack of having enough to do of having high expectations this is just who this kid was yeah and still is and guess what he's a challenge and i just find it incredibly rude when other parents have a lot to say about somebody else's parenting based on three seconds of a view into their world yeah it just seems a little like also keep it to yourself like you needed to show off to share that with everyone well and what was shocking er to me, was how many people were like backing Richard Marks up on that in the comments. Oh well, I just I was going to say something I, that probably wasn't appropriate for air. Okay, good. Mm. Glad you didn't. So anyway, Richard Marks. Bye. bye. By the way, he's married. I keep forgetting this because he used to be married to Cynthia Rhodes, who was an actress and dancer. She was in uh, Dirty Dancing, Holly's favorite movie, mm-hmm. but she was also in Saturday Night Fever. Um, but she, he used to be married to her. They divorced. Do you remember who he's married to now? Mm-mm. Daisy Fuentes. Hmm. Was there something about them on an airplane? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think Richard Marks has had some behavior on an airplane. Yeah, I was going to say, he seems like he is a frequent flyer in D-bag uh, airlines. Territory? Yeah. I think you're probably right. He's he's a platinum member. He's kind of gross. He gets to board before every other D-bag. He gets the cheese and crackers <laughs> in the lounge. Or, well, and the free alcoholic beverage. They don't even give you cheese and crackers anymore? In the lounge? Have you been to a lounge lately? Well, no. Uh, okay, it's technically, the, the fancy lounges, to be clear, probably give you cheese and crackers. Yeah. But I've been to some lounges. You're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Because you know, we got we got that credit card thing, yeah, where you get access to all these lounges, yep. and they ain't the fancy, fancy ones. Oh, mm-hmm. and you know, I got one of those. I am now complaining about no, the but, sad state of airports. But I have one of those credit cards too, where you get you I sound get like Richard access Marks. to some of those lounges. But the problem is, the lounges are not in any airport I'm ever visiting. So yeah. I'm like, a lot of good that did me. Yeah. Oh, trust. What's in your wallet? <sighs> I've been in them uh, fancy ones, like the Delta one. Oh, I know. Sandwiches. Take nice. me oh, away. Oh, my goodness gracious. You could they live, got you real could, cheese squares. I would move in there and live there. <laughs> they got a bar in there. Mm-hmm. You can get yourself a coffee. Okay. Uh, your D-bag is really a D-bag. So thanks for sharing. <laughs> Who's your D-bag, Bradley? Bill Cosby. Oh, I know, I know. What and now? He's still doing stuff? Well, I saw this headline and I thought, wait a minute, didn't we already do this? Woman testifies that in 1975, Bill Cosby grabbed her and kissed her aggressively. Now, again, you might be like, well, didn't, is that new? Yeah. It is because the woman testified on Friday and she she is now 61. She told her story uh, at the trial for the first time during this civil trial, which is uh, a lawsuit on the behalf of Judy Huth, who alleges that Cosby sexually assaulted her at the Playboy Mansion when she was 16 at around that same time. And so this other woman who testified uh, was there as well. And that woman was 14 at the time that she alleges Bill Cosby no. Uh, took her into a uh, 
uh, a movie trailer set in 1975 and grabbed her so she couldn't move her arms and oh kissed her aggressively. Gosh. So this just this story just is continuing, and I would just like to remind you all that Bill Cosby is not in jail. No, because of a mis like was it a mistrial or no? It was straight up like a wasn't it a Pennsylvania Supreme Court decision that said essentially something was done wrong? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. Mistrial might I I don't know there the technical terms. There was some sort terms, of procedure but, that was not followed properly, and yes. they were able to release him from the jail. And he acted like it was he did a victory lap, like he had been <sighs> freed, and it was like no, actually. Okay, here he's so gross, and also here's what. But I, I don't need to say this out loud, but I'm going to because I do think some people need to hear this. That, you know, he, the thing about Bill Cosby is I my guess is he is going to have absolutely no memory of this experience. Oh, I bet. And I actually believe that he doesn't have a memory of some of those experiences because there are so very many of them. I can I would find it hard for him to be able to pick them all apart and remember them separately. But my point in saying all of this is, for that woman, who's now a woman, but at the time was a 14-year-old child, that changed the entire trajectory of her oh, entire yeah. Yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And that's why that and this is, is important. And is able to speak to it, you know, uh, as many years later as I have been alive. Because exactly. that was 1975, that was where I was born. So oh something gosh. that happened to her 47 years ago, she was able to speak to with credibility, uh, you know, according to the report uh on the stand oh that's so awful yeah he's so can i ask another question about this trial sure i don't know all the details but i'll make them up that's fine i mean i do i I remember i vaguely remember the story of this um hooth what's her first name uh who was 16 at the time i almost said uh another name but that's not her name okay her name is hooth 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 Judy. Yeah, Judy no, it was, that was Judy. Okay. okay. And, and she was 16 at the time yeah. that, okay. So I guess, I, I guess I wasn't even really aware that this was happening right now, but is this a criminal trial? Like, no, could he civil. get, okay. It's a civil trial. Okay. Uh, I just want him to yeah. go back to jail. That's I. I just want him. Well, uh, you know, he's gonna be in the jail of his wallet. Maybe I, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I can't. There's no silver lining here. Well, and but here's the other thing: is it doesn't matter. Okay, it does matter what happens to Bill Cosby. But at the end of the day, Bill Cosby is still going to proclaim his own innocence. Yeah. So we're not going to be getting also, some sort of know, mea culpa from Bill Cosby just, at any point. No. Absolutely not. I doubt it. I mean, you know, all things are possible. True. And I like to live in a world and remind people that people can change and things can change. That doesn't always happen and most likely won't happen. But in this world, all is possible, uh, except for when it's not. Um, what did I want to say? She was 14. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you can just hear his people, him, uh, like, I don't know what his response has been or is, but you can hear somebody saying like, how could she remember what happened? She was 14. Yeah. You don't think, like, think back to when you were 14 and the things that are stuck in your brain. Oh, yeah. Very likely, if you looked at them today, you'd think that's pretty mundane. But I bet, and I'm not talking about the kinds of things that happened to her. I'm mm-hmm. talking about 
for the average person looking back to when they were 14, you think of like some mundane thing or seemingly mundane thing that made a huge impact on you, like moments. And you could like take us back to that moment, right? What you were wearing. Like I can tell you, like I can set the temperature was exactly. I can tell you what our like gymnasium was decorated like at like our first dance in middle school. Absolutely. So like to, to just know that somebody would have the wherewithal after that many years to show up on on the stand and and speak her truth in a way that she doesn't have to, but is doing it for this other person. Oh. It's just, it's amazing. It really, it's a, it is and amazing. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right. And, and terribly, also, terribly sad. Also, Bill Cosby's gross. Yeah. Again and still. Bye. Uh, bye. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, ooh, somebody else who's gross again and still. Uh, a little D-bag double down for you. His name is Louis C.K. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. After this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And, uh, you know, there's never a shortage of celebrity D-bags. And, uh, True. In that spirit, we have a D-bag double down. Yeah. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I don't make them. I just tell you about them. It's uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K.? What's he doing? Well, he's trying to get his movie that he made, that's already been made, out there into the world. Now, why would that be a problem, Bradley? Um, You mean other than it's Louis C.K.? Well, actually, why are we turning our nose up at Louis C.K. to begin with? Because he's done some things, and it, it... Look, a number. I don't of, want to. <laughs> a number of people. I'm not going to make jokes. I, a number of people have suggested perhaps he has not um, truly and uh, effectively dealt with the things he's been accused of and admitted to. Right. Including, so, but not limited to, exposing himself to people who did not ask for that. Uh huh. At a minimum, and then continuing to. Yeah experience his own self yes. in front of sexually them. assault people i, I mean yeah. I, to me that sounds like sexual assault but i don't know what they would define it as. Uh, exactly so that louis ck is problematic in that way he had a he has had a, a number of women who uh other comics usually people he 
would have considered colleagues or mm-hmm. he would have maybe considered himself a mentor to. Yeah. He exposed himself and um, pleasured himself in Ugh. front of them. Um, oh. He said he felt like it was fine because he asked them first. He felt like it was consensual. But Who, oh, I, I know we can't. I'm sorry. I, I don't. But in, you know, in the wake of her in the. um at the time that the conversation around Me Too was happening, I think it became clear to people that things that maybe they didn't realize were inappropriate, sexual assault, etc., uh, are, right? Yeah. And, I, and I think that actually was the case with Louis C.K., where it was presented him, to him in a different light when it was explained to him that there was a power differential and that people maybe didn't feel like they could say no because of the position that he was yeah. in. When you know better, you do, you better. do better. Well, he did do a public apology, and he did say, I did this, and I'm sorry, and I'm going to go away, and I'm going to be quiet, and I'm going to think a little bit, and I'm going to listen a little bit. But then what happened is he started to pop up no pun intended underground and he was doing i know that was i'm sorry that was gross and he started to do his comedy routines in basements in paris it seemed i think uh, it seemed like it was a little premature well totally but also in his act he was making jokes about it yeah. so it wasn't that's only, what i mean it's, it, yeah. it just it read as very like did you actually take a minute to think about this? Right, because there he is now making fun of it. Then he started to go kind of mainstream with that, and now this gentleman, he's not a gentleman, has made a new movie. It's called Fourth of July. He has arranged for it to play in select theaters. He has a uh, an upcoming premiere of it, and he is urging his, quote, fans, which I wonder who are you people, to tell mainstream theaters that they would like to see his movie in those theaters. So he's just trying. I, 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 you know, it is apparent that he has really like, he has no shame. Absolutely zero. Like, which seems like, okay, well, you probably need that at some point based on what's happened, right? You need to Mm -hmm. overcome the shame of whatever that experience was. You need to make amends to the people involved, all that stuff. But again, this just seems a little, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to draw comparisons or interrupt your conversation, but I will say it seems a little, it, it just comes across, it reads a little uncomfortable slash gross. So just to kind of maybe add to that feeling, Bradley, because you may be thinking like, well, who who showed up to finance this thing? Like, yeah. who's, who's wanting to work with Louis C.K.? Well, he financed it himself. Okay. He plays a role as the therapist... Okay. Sit with that okay. for a hot moment. Choose not to. Um, he's pulled Why? in a bunch of comedians that apparently are still fine with him, uh, including people who I don't really know. Sarah Tolomachi, Lynn Copletz, Nick DiPaolo, Robert Kelly. There's only like one or two names that I actually recognize from there. Um, anyway, he said, for me, and this is a quote from his open letter to his and I'm putting it in loose quotes, fans, for me, it was fun as all bleep to direct and make a film again. Outside of my two scenes as Jeff's therapist, that's one of the characters, which we shot first and got out of the way, for me, it was a real pleasure to direct without acting for the first time in many years. I felt able to look after the cast and focus on the look of the movie. Whether or not I did any of that properly is up to pretty much everyone but me. 
But I'm very pleased with the results and hope that folks enjoy it. So there are these like little clues in there that make me think that Louis C.K. thinks it's A-OK for him to be emerging in the way that he's emerging. Right. So like he can say like, well, I financed it myself. It was my own project. Yeah. And. You know, I didn't have like a starring role in it. I just had like a bit role in it, right? Like he can talk. And I'm not saying that Louis C.K. shouldn't be allowed to have a career. Yeah. yeah but yeah. what I am saying is the apology he gave, he did not fulfill. Yeah. And his immediate about face to making fun of what he was accused of tells me that he's really not contrite. So my question to you is that because I don't I never really was a Louis C.K. fan. And I'm not saying that to be like, I never really liked him in the first uh-huh. place. I it, He just was not on my radar. Mm-hmm. Like, but you found him like he was somebody you actually enjoyed, like his comedy. Right? Yes. So I what I find interesting is that like this seems more like I would listen to your opinion on this matter and find it to be more relevant than my own just because like. It would be easy for me to be like, I'm just not going anywhere near that guy. Right. You know what I mean? But you actually, as someone who who appreciated his comedy, that's that seems like, you know, a conversation you have to have. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and I will say that early in his comedy career, I thought he was far funnier um, when he was kind of early married. I think his marriage was probably good. He had young children. Most of that era of louis ck mm-hmm. was relatable and funny yeah but he took a weird dark turn and uh his show there were like flashes of brilliance in his tv show mm-hmm. um but suddenly when you found out the behaviors he was exhibiting and felt fine with and didn't realize were problematic. That changed, changed obviously for you in a way it, that yeah, it it makes you look back and go, oh, oof. Okay, maybe that was what was going on there. Yeah. Something felt funky. Yeah, and I still think something's funky, and he hasn't aired it out yet. And I don't want to see this movie. No, you don't. I rest my case. Yeah. That was a journey. I know, right? But when we come back, let's go on a more fun journey. Thank you. What is your Taco Bell order? Uh, 651-641-1071. What's your Taco Bell order? That's all. Put it out there. Put it out there. We'll do it after this.